Hey, Peter. Huh? <laughs> well, I was going to say. What'd you say? Exactly. I can't hear you. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice and inspiration coming at you. Coming at you today. We're sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com for all your jazz lesson needs. Peter, we got a speak, speak pipe today. Now, say that three times. I can't. It's really hard, awkward <laughs> speak word. Pipe, speak pipe, speak, speak pipe. pipe. <laughs> so, speak pipe just means a voicemail. You can leave us a speak pipe if you go to you'llhearit.com. It's right there. It says leave, uh, leave us a message. And you can ask us a question like Luca did here. Let's uh, listen to what Luca wants to know. Hi guys, it's Luca from uh, Milano, Italy. Mm. I'm a big fan of yours, follow you every day. I have this question for you. How do you cope with the sensation of not hearing the piano well while playing unplugged? I mean, in general, when we play, we have our amp, we have our monitor, so we can hear the piano very well and our dynamic is full and we are relaxed and everything. But when you play old school on stage without any amp, uh, there's a lot of noise, the drum is very loud. Maybe you're the one on stage that can hear the piano less than anybody else because, for instance, the drums can hear you better than yourself because he's on the side where the sound gets projected. And um, when it happens to me, since I'm not accustomed to it, um, I tend to overplay, my sound gets very stiff, I put a lot of tension on it and I don't like it. So what do you do when it happens? I mean, do you experience the same thing and how you cope with that you, you get along with that thanks a lot guys bye-bye thanks for that luca again go to you'll hear it.com if you want to leave us a message yourself that's a good question that's an awesome question yeah. uh thanks luca first of all i just want to say luca's english is incredible yeah. it reminds me it's pretty much the equivalent of my italian i've often been said that, um I've, yeah. <laughs> I've heard your italian and i don't think it's a little different could. than luca's english <laughs> yeah i don't even know if you could if do you even know the word amplifier <laughs> I know. stage Ciao, bella. <laughs> exactly uh, uh un cafe un cafe do it cafe do it cafe yeah so uh, this is such a great question and very topical because i know you we've both experienced this many many times so the first the answer to the first part do we experience it absolutely i will speak on our behalf totally yeah uh and it actually happened to me last night so i happened to me at rehearsal last night yeah. okay so we not only does it happen to us it just happened so i think we can give it a little bit of topical clarity as totally i was thinking about this luca yeah yeah um but i would just say first um and you've heard me say this before adam Let's just think about the mindset that we take when we go to the bandstand. Yeah. Before we get into the specifics of dealing with I this. love it. You know, my mindset junkie. Yes, man. Be because I think that no matter, you know, what, and we're going to definitely give you some concrete tips because I have some thoughts on this, but no matter what, things are going to happen that are going to be unexpected. Um, I mean, worst case scenario is you can't hear yourself at all. Totally. And nobody else can hear you. <laughs> you know, talk about the drummer can hear you and you can't. Well, at least somebody can in there. That it happens could... sometimes too. Yeah. yeah sometimes yeah. the audience can't hear <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but I think you want to go with a mindset of flexibility and being able to react in the moment to whatever happens. So yeah. you have to kind of think through and practice, hopefully in different real world scenarios, which kind of comes with experience, but keeping your eyes and ears open as you have especially adverse experiences is totally. really important totally because a lot of people are like oh wow i did this gig and the piano 
it was a nine foot Steinway and it was perfectly tuned and my monitor was perfect and the drummer played at the perfect volume. The hall was perfect. The audience was all, everybody in the audience was attractive and listening, <laughs> you know, like everything was perfect and that's great, but that doesn't happen very often. First it, of all, never. Really and happens. secondly, you don't learn anything from that. No, except how to like, that's a different kind of pressure. Absolutely. Like you really got to deliver there. Yeah. But when you get into any kind of adverse situation and sometimes it's just one adverse part of it. And sometimes it's a total cluster beep, you know, you have to take that to be like, okay, hold on. Let me, let me put that, um, as our good friend, friend of the friend of, of, of the podcast and friend of, uh, open studio or an Evans told us let's put that in our backpack yeah and save that experience. I love that I love that yeah yeah <laughs> so but the idea is like we're going to go into every performance knowing that expecting that things aren't going to be perfect yep I feel like when I do that I that already makes things easier yeah well because what you don't want to do like first and foremost that's right the mindset of things are not going to go exactly as I hope is actually a it sounds like it's a little negative but actually it can serve you in a very positive light and this yeah. is a great example if you can't hear yourself you know what doesn't make you sound better being super frustrated that you can't hear yourself <laughs> right. for like 35 minutes and right. then at the end of the gig you're like oh there's one tune left i guess i'm just gonna I, whatever like th that sounds terrible like right. if you can the quicker you can be like okay this is the way it is. Yeah. There's really, if and, and if there really is nothing you can do about it, you know, if there's like just no way to hear yourself, then you need to accept that as quickly as possible and then flip it, frame it in a way of, okay, this is going to be fun because now I have the challenge of, I can't really hear myself. I have to use some tools that I don't get to use when everything is totally yeah. perfect, right? One of those tools, our good friend, Sean Jones, talked about in his second Jazz Trumpet uh, Fundamentals Volume 2 mm. course with us. Uh, where you're like, well, wait, a trumpet player talking about how they can't hear themselves? How is that even possible? <laughs> but it happens. What kind of outdoor canyon is this? <laughs> he was talking about outdoor gigs, but but it, it is possible, especially on like a large venue with big speakers. Yeah. If, you, if you don't have a perfect monitor mix, nobody could hear themselves, exactly. no matter how loud you're. Or a big rock gig or with a big, horn section. Totally. You know? So what do you do? Because trumpet players are dead in the water if they overplay, and so are we, really. Yeah. And that's really the first marker for me. When I notice that I have extra tension or I go for a run and... Uh, like a, a a faster run and it just kind of falls apart on me. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm way too tense here. Like I yeah. I am not relaxed because I'm trying to hear it, whatever. So Sean Jones talks about using your mind's ear mm. and having that inner sound come through in your head and relaxing into that. So don't That's try it. to like push it in a fake way. Trust that the audience can hear you. Trust yeah. that your bandmates can hear you. Accept that you can't hear yourself and treat that as a bit of a challenge of of, of okay, can I use my mind's ear and stay relaxed and just trust that everything's going to be okay? I think you'll wow. find that it's a much better experience than just sweating it for like, you know, two hours or whatever. Yeah, that's, oh, that's so good. I would say too that like if we think about, it's very easy to get into this kind of mindset where, where we're like, okay, the most important thing is that I can hear myself perfectly. Like that's not the, actually the the goal of the performance the goal of the performance is that the audience can hear everything on stage really well yeah and that you can play great music yeah so now it is important for us to be able to hear ourselves in order to be able to play with each other and to play well but to this great point that you just brought up of sean jones we can hear ourselves in our mind in our minds like here. that's yeah. that's actually higher level well the, and and more difficult and more nuanced but it is possible so here's the thing we need to be what we need is to be comfortable uh, with the sound to play our best, right? Yeah. Now, that's a frame. 
being comfortable with the sound, you could be as picky as you want and not yeah. be comfortable, right? right? You could have like the perfect sound and not be comfortable with the sound and be, you know, get in there and, and become a, a menace to everybody around you. Yeah, this is not about just accepting whatever and, and not caring about how it sounds. No, you can, but it's about accepting sometimes you have no control over it. And so get comfortable with that. Yeah. And the, the quicker you can get comfortable with that, the better you're going to play and just the less suffering it's going to be on the whole band. Right. You know? Yeah, because I mean, generally the. The audience doesn't know like a lot of times the audience looks up if they see a lot of equipment and like a bunch of like sound technicians or light technicians running around. They're like, wow, this is an incredible setup. They don't know how jacked up it might sound or be on stage. It's our job to get some kind of great performance out there into the world. And it's not like you can tell them like, hey, it sounds like crap up here. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. it's not, and it could, actually, that's the worst thing you could do. Right. Because you know what an audience doesn't want you to do? Explain your hardships to them as you're trying to right. perform music. Just that's play called jazz-splaining. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> but great question, Luca. I, I think uh, you know Peter and I's first instinct here is will serve you right, which is really just frame it in your mind in a way that you can get comfortable. Of course, do everything you can to get the best sound that you can on stage, yeah. but really just use that mind's ear, frame it in a way that you are relaxed into the situation and uh, you'll be better. And I think too, look, if it's, you know, one of the things Luca brought up was if the drums are playing too loud and that's the reason you can't hear yourself, you need to let them know that. You can totally you have can that conversation. have the conversation. Absolutely. And if it's like, the only time to have the conversation is at your, is as you're playing, then you need to kind of signal to them. You know, yeah. we've all done that. This this is the thing. People are like, oh well, then I don't want them mad at me, or I don't want them thinking I'm I'm the like. When you start thinking like that, you actually don't care. You care more about your feelings yeah. than the music. Yeah. So if you care about the music, you're gonna communicate that. And you don't even have to tell them like, hey, keep it down. You can actually do that. Well, sometimes musically. you do. You sometimes even you do. louder. <laughs> but even but more than that, you can do things like. Yeah, exactly. Pull back. Most drummers will be like, oh, right. and if they don't, maybe it's time for a new drummer. Then you got to yell at them. Yeah. 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 And then two, uh, like, so the situation I was in last night playing at a big outdoor festival in Pittsburgh. That's the toughest. What? No sound check. Toughest. Throw and go. The worst. You know, like Branford Marsalis had just played Patrice Russian, totally quick setup changeover. Yeah. And so it's just like when I heard the monitor sound. When we're about to start. The piano sounded so bad. Oh, God. I mean, it wasn't so, I shouldn't say so bad. It was just not great and it was loud. So I could hear myself, but I realized, I was like, it's better for me to not be able to hear myself as much than to be able to hear poor quality. At least I'll have to lean in a little bit and then hopefully with the drummer and the other monitors on stage, we could kind of pull some things down. So I'm signaling to the monitor. Like, I, the, the instinct when you can't hear is to tell the monitor engineer, turn it up. Or if you have control of your monitor, turn it up. But sometimes you need to turn down and lean in. Or I love this idea of using your mind's ear. And so that's kind of what I did the whole night was just like play. Now, when we got to the battles and stuff, I could just hear it acoustically. That totally, was great. Totally. But the rest of the time, I'm like, you know what? You have to use your imagination. That's when you have to really be a pro and think about what it sounds like and, and just kind of trust the process. Totally. Yeah. Great question, Luca. And if not, get, get a bigger amp and just turn up to 11. Hey Peter. Yo. Did you know I have a new course with Open Studio? I do I do know. I'm a little scared of it. Because well, why? it's because well, it's, it's basic scale. and fundamental but uh, important. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's called the major scale course. <laughs> yes. I practice the major scale in all twelve keys in a bunch of different ways. I'm talking about uh, linearly, third. I've been working on linearly. Yeah. Thirds, triads, chords with uh, pivots. But all wait, Adam. What if I already know all my major scales? I don't need this course, right? If you don't know them like this, you don't really know oh, them. Oh, okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm getting on it. Get on it. Uh, that's the major scale course. You can go to openstudiojazz.com if you want to check that out. What else we got, Peter? Uh, nothing much, man. This is we're having fun. We, uh, as always, we accept 
Raiders, Raiders, the Raiders, the Oakland. No, you know what? They're not the, Las Vegas. They're Las Raiders. Vegas. I saw some of them at the airport it's this weird, morning. Weird, right? Because they beat up on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, they yeah. were at the airport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they were there. Do they end up winning that? I saw the first half. I didn't see the second half. Yeah, the Raiders won. Nice. The Raiders of Las Vegas. That still sounds weird, doesn't it? That's crazy. Do they still have those crazy guys who would like dress up in like the furry costume? I don't know. know. Like, those guys I, are scary. I hope man. they followed him. Wouldn't it be hilarious <laughs> if they just moved to? I mean, if you're that big of a fan, right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so yeah, you can leave us a rating or review at uh, wherever you listen to this podcast. That's great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you ever do that? No, never. I mean, for other podcasts. I don't listen to this podcast. No, no, no other, other <laughs> like podcasts that you. Listen I do to. actually. Yeah, yeah, I did the, uh, just the other day on a on a little meditation podcast that I listened to. I love it. Yeah. Gave him a rating and review. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, seven stars only, though. We don't accept anything less. No, we don't. Yeah. No, no, no. So yeah, do that, and you can check in with us every Monday for our exclusive. You'll hear it live on YouTube, available only live. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. Would that be something you might be interested in? I think it would be. It would be. That's yeah. at 4 p.m. Eastern on the Open Studio YouTube channel. Every Monday. Please C join us. Come check us out. Yeah. When until uh, two days from now, <laughs> you'll hear it.